the Righteous Podcast of Truth. I was closing up the podcast studio on Christmas Eve after a long day of oppressing my incompetent employees. They had coerced me into giving them Christmas Day off with pay. So I wrote and recorded some blistering commentary on their poor performance over the past year and kept them at work editing my tongue lashing until one minute before midnight. I kicked them out and planned to leave myself a few minutes later. As I headed to the exit of my darkened studio, one computer monitor turned on as if by its own free will. I was startled, but I put aside my irrational fear and I walked over to shut down that computer. But what I saw on the screen turned my blood cold. It was the image of my former co-host, Zeke Merlot, staring at me in a Zoom chat. What kind of deep fake treachery is this? I asked the specter. Zeke Merlot has been dead now these past six weeks from producing online content until his overstressed brain had an aneurysm. He worked himself to death like a hero. Who are you and what is the meaning of this intrusion? Zeke reached to press a button to unmute himself so he could talk to me, and as his hand moved I saw that he was tangled up in USB cords and ethernet cables, but I saw in his eyes that he had lost that spark, that fiery passion for producing content and making money, which had made him such a good co-host. Zeke's ghost said, Johannes, I bring you a warning that you must change your ways. If you keep recording content and making money, and driving your employees like slaves, then you alienate all your friends and fill your brain so full of photons from computer screens that your brain will explode, unless your workers kill you first. Well you seem happy enough, I said, trying to convince myself more than him. You're surrounded by computer cords and microphones, just like you enjoyed when you were alive. These cords- Zeke asked, raising his hands so I could see the wires wrapped around his extremities. These cords are chains. When I died while publishing content, my soul got trapped on the internet. Now I am hunted by trolls, and surrounded by pornography, while I have no physical body so I will never know a woman's touch again. I can do online shopping, but I have no home to deliver to. I am the most extremely online person in the universe, and I am completely alone. Bullshit, I said, you're nothing but a troll yourself, a deep fake, some socialist hacker trying to undermine my business model. Did my ungrateful workers install you to harass me? You're nothing but a computer virus, a glitch, malware. You're more terabytes than terror. You will be visited this night by three spirits, Zeke said. And if you don't listen to their warning, then you'll be fucked. Bullshit, I repeated, then I formatted the computer, salted my shoes, and headed out to the icy streets in the snowy night. I got home and put on some gourmet popcorn on the stovetop for my evening meal. Just as it started popping, I looked out the window and saw an animated gif of a ghost floating in midair. It was a spooky lady ghost with long, flowing, glowing hair, and she said, Ooh. Bullshit, I said again, and I took my popcorn to the living room to watch YouTube. But the animated gif of the ghost flew through the wall and followed me. 
The animation was just a very short loop of the hair wiggling back and forth, and it even said GIF in capital letters on the bottom as it floated circles around me. Fuck off, GIF, I proclaimed. You don't frighten me. There's more pixels than poltergeist to you. You weren't always this mean, the spooky GIF complained. You once loved other people, but now you just eat popcorn and run a shady content mill. You've become the worst kind of capitalist goon. That's right, I said. I was a loser, but I accumulated merit within the meritocracy, and now I get to dictate what lesser people do, including you. Now get out. But the gift ghost did not get out. Instead, the walls disappeared, and I found myself floating over the entrance to my first apartment. Wow, I said, this is the first apartment I ever lived in when I was 19, but I thought that building was torn down. The gift ghost said, It has been torn down. But I am the ghost of Christmas past, and I can show you footage of the past. Oh, it looks like you have a visitor. I looked and saw my first girlfriend, Rachel, walking down the icy sidewalk to visit me at my apartment. I supposed my younger self must be inside, waiting for her to arrive. It looks like a slippery day, the ghost said. I hope she's careful on those steps. But I already knew what was going to happen. Rachel, I called out, be careful on those steps. She can't hear you, the ghost said. This is the past, and it cannot be changed. She called you and asked you to put salt on those steps for her, but you were too busy editing your precious podcasts to take care of your very first girlfriend. Then it happened. We watched Rachel's foot slip on the ice, and she fell directly on her head and broke her neck and died. A nearby onlooker stole her purse and ran away, only to slip on more ice, and then they fell and broke their neck and died. I grumbled, well, if she isn't smart enough to salt her own shoes, then good riddance to her. She'd rather waste salt by scattering it all over the place where saltless vagabonds can gather it up and trade it for drugs. The walls of my apartment reappeared. The gift ghost said, Maybe I was wrong. Maybe you always were a fucking jerk. Well, good luck with the other spirits. Bullshit, I muttered. And then the ghost was gone. After finishing my popcorn, I decided to calm my nerves with some microwaved beef cubes. I spread the raw beef cubes out on a glass tray, seasoned them, and then microwaved them to medium rare. They tasted so good that I hardly even chewed them, just swallowed down chunk after chunk of beef. Then I went back to the living room to watch some more YouTube and noticed that my couch had turned into a giant man with an anime t-shirt stretched over his belly, a gaming headset, and a giant mug of beer. Har har. He proclaimed, I'm the ghost of Christmas present. Give me some of that meat. I threw him a chunk of beef, and he meticulously chewed it with his giant teeth. That's a huge beer, I said. Also, where did my couch go? He said, This isn't beer, it's an energy drink. Then he gulped down half of it, but the mug remained magically full. And I don't know where your couch went. I only know that I'm here now. Also, I know what your workers are doing right now in their homes. I rubbed my hands together and said, yes, let's spy on them. Exactly, said the jolly ghost. When we see their suffering, you'll change your behavior. Because there is goodness inside everybody, even you. Then the walls disappeared and I found myself floating in somebody else's living room. I recognized my employee, Wilson, crying over a letter he had received in the mail. I said, why is he crying? The giant ghost was floating beside me and drinking his energy drink. He said, He's reading a letter from the vet, explaining how you had his cat euthanized. 
I nodded with satisfaction. Oh, yes, he called in sick earlier this week so he could take his cat to the vet. Can you imagine missing a day of work to take your cat to the vet? This is why Western civilization is in decline. But now he has no cat to hold him back. The universe moves towards entropy. Strong men must turn it to order. That is some cold shit, the giant said. I asked him, are any of my employees having sex right now? The giant said, no, but one of them is masturbating. Let's spy on that, I said. So we watched one of my employees masturbate until completion. Then I said, can we go back to watch Wilson crying again? Suddenly we were back in my apartment. The giant jolly hungry ghost didn't look so jolly anymore. You're a fucking piece of shit, buddy. Fuck you. Then he disappeared. As soon as the jolly ghost disappeared, my guts were seized with a twisted stab of indigestion. I crumbled up on the floor and whined, then crawled toward the cabinet where I keep my whiskey. I swallowed a mouthful and gained the strength to stand again, only to find myself face to face with a grim reaper emoji. He had giant cartoon eyes in his skull and a scythe. He said, I'm the ghost of Christmas yet to happen. Bullshit, I said and slammed back more whiskey. You're just a chunk of undigested microwaved beef. Well, let's get this over with. What kind of suffering are we going to watch this time? Can we spy on my employees having sex in the future? The walls of my apartment disappeared and we were flying over a graveyard in the middle of the night. White gravestones dotted the landscape as far as the eye could see as we flew past. These are all the graves of your employees, the Grim Reaper emoji told me. Thousands upon thousands will work themselves to death for your media empire. They will edit video and write copy until their brains explode. And your whole empire will be funded by Coke Industries, Exxon, and the CIA, as you poison the internet with libertarian propaganda. Finally we flew up to a great stone tower in the middle of the cemetery, and I saw that the gravestones all radiated out from that central point. Through the windows of the tower I saw hundreds of employees chained to their laptops, writing blog posts and managing fake Twitter accounts. Even as we watched, I saw one of their heads explode from exhaustion. Another one threw herself out the window, taking her laptop with her as she plummeted to her death. And those are just the ones who work on site, the emoji told me. Countless others are subjected to this in isolation, working in living rooms they can barely afford with your miserable wages. At the top of the castle was my office, where an older version of me was recording an episode of my podcast. I had a gray beard, and a sex robot was nearby, pouring me a drink of whiskey. When my older self started drinking that drink, the sex robot unsheathed the sword and stabbed me in the heart. I fell over and the blood mixed with the whiskey on the floor. Then the sex robot picked up my intercom and announced to the whole building that I was dead and that she would be taking over my media empire and that they would be making socialist propaganda from now on. All my employees cheered. The Grim Reaper emoji said, Is this how you want to turn out? Hated by your employees? Killing thousands of loyal workers? With a traitorous sex robot as your only companion? I wiped a tear from my eye. It's perfect, I said. It's exactly what I always wanted. The empire, the oppression, the suicides, the bitter sex robot. The Grim Reaper emoji transformed into a sad crying emoji. Yikes. You're a genuine psychopath. We're wasting our time here. 
Then I was back in my living room, all alone, and the sun was just starting to rise. I ran to the window and yelled at a kid walking past on the sidewalk. You, I said, boy, what day is this? Today, the boy said, why, it's Christmas Day. Fuck, I said. A whole day still remained for my freeloading employees to get paid for nothing. So I spent the day eating microwaved beef and drinking whiskey and ignoring my family's phone calls.